0: Geeks. Two old farts, a microphone, and the internet.
1: What could go wrong? Happy anniversary, Brian! Happy anniversary! One
0: year, one year.
1: It's pretty crazy. I remember when we said, "Oh, let's do, let's uh, let's do ten of these, and if nothing's going on by then, we'll just, we'll just stop." Yeah, we're idiots. Yeah, we're still going. <laughs> I,
0: I have no idea why, but we're still going.
1: Uh, you know, it's, it's a conscious ungrumping.
0: It is definitely. <laughs> you had to explain that to me because I don't really give a flying fuck about celebrity news, so. Uh I had no idea what was going on this week with who, who was it Gwyneth Paltrow
1: and Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin from Coldplay have uh sadly uh, well, oh. a well disconnected <laughs> I, I don't remember the exact terminology they're using but uh yeah that that's a big pop culture one I was a little like I I was you know gave myself a pat on the back for the title of this episode and you were like I don't understand. Yeah I'm like huh <laughs> <laughs> But uh we are not ungrumping. We're one year in and we're going to keep going.
0: Yeah, this is going to be an especially grumpy episode, so I think I've got – Jason's got his groove back.
1: Okay, It
0: it, it could be the withdrawal from narcotics from uh, the thing that I was dealing with. But uh, yeah, it feels like I got ants under my skin, so this is going to be a fun one. Okay, Uh, Although I would like to start out with an apology to Jordan Cooper and – I slammed him last weekend because I said he didn't have a URL on his Twitter, right. and honestly, I really couldn't give a flying fuck about his feelings, but uh, I was more like upset with myself for not catching it because I was looking at Twitter on mobile, and on Twitter on mobile, you just get the the pagination dots, and so you have to know that they're there for you know disclosure of more information, so you have to swipe. You know, right. Stupid fucking UX decision to not have something else to tell you that you there's more information available. Putting those dots there is something fine if it's a slideshow and it just tells you what page you're on. (laughs) But as an indicator of information, you know, that hey, there's more stuff here, like more pages of stuff. I, you know, I've been in this business for 20 years and I missed it. So it's like, why even put it there? So, you know, fuck you, Twitter.
1: That's all I got to say. <laughs> uh, well, I've just given up on, in general, on most of the social networks on ever finding anything because they change it all the time, anyways. I'm just Facebook
0: I, just changed. Just yes. changed it right when I was uh, checking my things before we started this. There's a whole new uh, UI, and I'm like, oh,
1: fuck you. I know. They just do it like every month now, it feels like. It's ridiculous.
0: And, and the text is getting smaller and smaller every time. My eyes are terrible. More and room now for ads. Oh, except i i don 't see the ads, all I see is small shit, so because <laughs> I have the ads turned off right anyway yeah how 's the house <sighs> Have you got it like all like all Bill Gates' mansioned up yet you know with like <laughs> or, or was it antitrust the way you walk in the room and the the walls change to your
1: favorite artwork, and you know we, we should have that by now right you 'd think we 'd have all that by now it 's actually uh, we 're two weeks in I guess now being here um. I figure I at this point I'm doing about half the amount of boxes every week, so much like the hare and the tortoise, I I, th- I will never, ever be done with boxes, but if I keep going at this rate, it'll be half again next week and half again the week after that. Um and just trying to upgrade like little items. Like you you just think this stuff shouldn't be that difficult. Changing out, you know, handles on, on a shower or something like that. Everything everything takes three times as long. Two trips to Home Depot. There are no fucking standards for anything. I am ready for Nest just to rebuild an entire house. They got to move beyond just the the fire alarm and and the thermostat. I want them to build everything because that stuff has standards and it makes sense and it's new. Damn it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I am ready to have an entire house made out of Nest. Or just build a Nest. I don't know. Oh yeah, but uh, it's I, fine. I I love my neighborhood, and and uh, you know I'm learning quite a lot about uh, about houses and how they work. I am
0: so sorry. Yeah, it's, it's uh,
1: stuff I really never needed to know.
0: Yeah, and you know it's just going to make you poor. You're no. not going
1: to get rich off of that no. type of thing. No, no. So no. <laughs> what are you going to do? What are um, you going to do?
0: So uh, this week, uh, researchers came out with uh, proof that the brain games that we like so much uh, don't do a damn thing.
1: Yeah. They're so, you know, Lumosity claims to, to be bolstered by the science of neuroscience, but now science has proved that the science of neuroscience doesn't actually do anything. Or I'm sorry, neuroplasticity. Neuroscience is actually a real thing, which is what proved that neuroplasticity doesn't work
0: see so. So, yeah, and you know this goes back and forth it's just like the the food chart you know next week there'll there'll be proof that it does exist again and then go back and forth this um there's an article that I found that was goes all the way back to like april uh twenty thirteen that said it was it was bunk right, and you know p- people people forget about it, then a new wave of apps comes out, everybody buys it, then another study comes out, then everybody drops it, and it's just it's almost like um uh, was it planned obsolescence? Like they want to get debunked so they can start selling to the new crowd of people that come up. Yeah. That does seem
1: to be the way it works. I mean, just speaking for myself who is now, uh, as of next month, I'll have done Lumosity for one year straight. Um, it was fun. It, It gave, it added a little bit of structure to my day. Do I feel smarter or better or faster at anything except for the games that they kept throwing me? No. So uh, you know, I didn't do an empirical study. Maybe I should have taken like a speed test and IQ test and all that from a third party before I started and then take it again, you know, next month. But, uh, just objectively, I'd say it doesn't fucking work for shit.
0: Yeah. And, and, uh, <laughs> And that's the hard part. Is like, how do you how do you actually do a, a good scientific study about this? Because there's so many variables. Unless they lock you in a room, yeah. you know, for two to six months and just feed you the same thing, let you do the same thing every day, and then just test that. It's almost an impossible thing to test. Um, and the one thing that I was thinking of, because I, I was doing a Fit Brain for a little bit, and it's fun. You know, yeah. I actually I just enjoy doing it. I I honestly am not getting any smarter from it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I enjoy it. It's it's you know a fun thing to do while you're waking up in the morning. Yeah. It's like while you're while you're having your eggs, it just passes the time instead of reading. Yeah, exactly. Um we've talked about um, you know, like how much cognitive juice you have to get through the day. And as the day goes on, you know, the more you think, the more you spend. And then like the harder it is to make decisions and you make poorer decisions, which is why we all go to the bar in the evening and not in the morning. Um <laughs> Speak for yourself. So, <laughs> uh, so I'm just wondering if these games actually like cause more harm because you're actually burning the fuel first thing in the morning, and it's like you know, you see what I'm saying. It it starts draining you before you even get started. So it, you got me. Yeah, you see where I'm coming from. Okay, uh, yeah. I got you. I'm just i I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering there if that's. Uh, I I, you know.
1: I don't know if I necessarily subscribe to the we have a finite amount of juice per day theory, but um, I can see where you might come <laughs> from <do>. that way. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, I tell you what, I can I I have about 4 to 5 hours of good solid programming in me a day. Right. Doesn't doesn't really matter when I do them, but that's what I got. And I can just tell where on the spectrum I am if I've had like a rough morning, that 4 to 5 hours just sucks. It's <laughs> terrible work. But if I do it first thing in the morning when I've got, you know, when the, when the tank is full, yeah, great, great stuff. I'm, I'm all happy with it, which is why I program in the mornings and yeah. go, to, go to the bar in the evenings because I'm depleted <laughs> by then. So.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah, I got you on that. So, I mean, basically I agree with you. Lumosity for me was a fun thing to do every morning. Um, it, it does, you know, it, yeah, it's better than fucking reading, you know, people.com or anything, I suppose. But uh, I'm not going to re-up when my subscription ends. I'm, I don't think I'm going to join up with any other one. I know we had uh, kind of put out a call to action to our listeners to recommend some, some of the newer ones that are out there or anything else that anyone has tried. I think I'm done with these games at least for a while. Uh, I don't really see the point. Um, yeah,
0: and and they also did come out with some stuff about meditation mm-hmm. with, you know, like the mantra-based meditations. Yeah. Uh, which also brings me back to like self help and affirmations, which I just cannot stand, um, which is great. this means that they don 't do anything, so go about your day, do something else. They did say that uh, mindfulness meditation definitely is proven to reduce stress and uh, yeah. and uh, improve memory retention so yeah
1: again subjectively i i 've been doing that for for months now and it's it 's definitely helped with my stress levels. Absolutely. But my chanting every morning of we're going to have a successful podcast, we're going to have a successful podcast. We're going to <laughs> sure have, that has done work. fuck all. <laughs> so so anybody anyways, uh, when is as soon as anybody hears about the class action lawsuit against Lumosity, uh, someone email me and let me know so I can join in on that one and get some of my 70 bucks back. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so um, speaking of stupid shit, uh, we talked about the This is a Trent Reznor song uh, a couple podcasts ago when, he, when the guy first kind of put it up on SoundCloud. And it was very funny and incredibly well done and, you know, genius parody. Uh, and as I'll do, do all things on the Internet these days, completely forgotten about a month later. Except he spent the last month making the Trent Reznor video parody where he basically apes – well, to be honest, he hasn't He doesn't do any aping of any recent Trent Reznor video, but he certainly does everything from back in the Downward Spiral day. Um, and he put that up on YouTube and <clears throat> has the song up on iTunes for purchase now, and he's basically just taken what was a funny little cool joke and beat it into the fucking ground.
0: Well, he's milking it. Why yeah, not? He's milking it.
1: You know, this I don't is- blame him
0: for it. I just – I thought the video was – a waste of time because yeah, I'd already heard the song and I had, you know, the song was funny. The video was an easy one, you know, an easy target, which probably took a thousand times more work than the song did. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I hope he makes a few bucks off of it just for his time, but he really should have just kind of sold the song on iTunes and gone with it, yeah. or done the video first. If he had done the video yeah, and just, the song at the same time, it would yeah. have been it'd have been perfect.
1: Yeah, but uh, he does what everybody tries to do now, which is you get a little bit of fame and you just milk it, milk it, milk it until everybody. Well, that's what you have to do. Everybody's I mean, sick of you.
0: Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> what you got to do. You milk it, you know. <laughs> I mean, shit. What do what, what we call it? We just called it humping it before, you know, in some of our early episodes when you just you got to work it and work it. Mm-hmm. This guy, you know, he saw something. Somebody gave him some coin, or just some, you know, hits or whatever. And he's like, ah, I, I can make something out of this. I can put it on YouTube, and because they pay, and you know, get some advertising money out of it. I right. don't know if it will, but I actually I tend to doubt it. But we'll see. You know, I think good luck. Uh, just stop it. <laughs> don't make. It, don't we don't we don't need uh, you going around as uh, Trent Reznor and yeah. hooking up with Weird Al and okay, you're you're come up with something
1: new yeah come up with something new and and or or just write your own damn song i I don't want to see the next one to be this is a kmfdm song or this is a ministry song or uh, whatever the hell's here to do next (laughs)
0: that's why we have weird
1: al exactly we
0: got one he's still around so this week we both got the same email from our old show notes provider mammoth yep uh the email subject was just simply something new is coming like okay i'll click on it see what's what um In the email is just a stock photo of a MacBook Air on somebody's lap with, you know, blurred out background in the text. Hello, your name. We've been working on something you'll like. Blah, 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 blah. Stay tuned. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. You made me open an email for no reason to tell me that you've been working.
1: And actually, (laughs) you know, this was a good product that we used for a long time. It just didn't quite meet exactly our needs. Um, I forgot, as per usual, to to unsubscribe to it ages ago when we when we left the service. Uh, if you were sending me an email about here's the brand new thing that we've launched, it's pretty awesome. Take a look at it. I would have, but something new is coming with your standard kind of stock photo image. I unsubscribed. Bye bye. Yeah. I, I don't care anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, and honestly, we just our, our workflow changed, and their their site changed. Yeah. So there, there was an intersection of stuff that just didn't work anymore. Because I like the guys. They're, you know, they were cool guys. They worked with us a couple of times to do some stuff that we wanted them to do. But this is just, this is annoyance wear. It's like, tell me at least, you know what, if something is coming, give me a feature list. I got an email from uh, the 1Password guys, Agile Software, Mm -hmm. two days ago, telling me about the cool stuff that's coming up in their new version for iOS. And I'm like, cool, I want to see it. And they had an animated GIF of the, you know, the new lock screen and all the other stuff. And I'm like, that's great. Now I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. This was like, hey, we've been working. Well, you damn well better have. <laughs> uh, you know,
1: you know? That, the, the, I, That's where you kind of get into these weird levels of what do you use for communication for what purposes. I would have been okay if they like posted that on their Twitter or Absolute. posted that on their Facebook. But to do a mass mail to all of your core customers with just nothing? No, that's not cool.
0: <laughs> well, then again, we didn't actually pay anything for it. So we, I don't know if we're actually – I think we're just a user, not a customer. Well, that's true. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. No. Uh, when I was stuck on the train the other day, I just needed something to do to get my mind off the clackety clack of the rails. Yes. And I found these old scans that I uh, had of this box of Prodigy software, <laughs> one version one point one that I found in a, a thrift shop. So I threw those up on my website last night just for for shits and giggles. So I'll put a link in the show notes to them. But the Prodigy go, go, go check it out. Installation
1: disk. Yes. I was actually never on Prodigy. I was my first. That was my first
0: like mass service because I got. Uh, I had a Sears credit card, and they gave me a uh, a free membership. And it was like right <laughs> when they launched, so there was nobody there. But I stayed on it almost to the bitter end.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: I talked yeah. to a lot of housewives about Broadway musicals, and and Bob and I talked about video games to other nerds. <laughs> that was about it. That was about all there was to do. Yeah, it was fun though. It was a, like the first massive, you know, massive system like that I was on. Besides BBS's, and yeah. Like,
1: yeah, I was doing BBSs, and then I was just uh, – I basically you – know, when I was in college, we were lucky enough to basically just all get hooked up uh, right away. So I didn't actually need to subscribe to anything until until right after graduation, and I did sign up for with the AOL for a while, which is funny because they were on the uh, – they had that guy on the – <laughs> the Today Show is doing Throwback Thursdays now because apparently this is just going to become a universal thing that we can no longer escape from. And they had the guy that did the voice for You've Got Mail, files done, and goodbye <laughs> – Was on the show, which was kind of cool. I was like, "Hey, that's pretty funny." It is pretty funny. I hadn't heard files gone in a long time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Uh, I I loved AOL. I was on it, you know, right after. I was like on both of those for a while. I didn't do CompuServe. CompuServe was for snobs, and I couldn't afford it. Yeah. So (laughs) I did. uh, Yeah, Prodigy and AOL. The old days. I miss
1: them. The old days, and now we're All all on Time Warner or Comcast. As part of my my morning habit as the coffee, the Lumosity, which will be going away, um, I also load up my iTunes and start downloading all my podcasts for the day. Uh, As you all well know, I am a fan of Adam Carolla, and his podcast is always first up in the morning. Unfortunately, today I only got a 55-second commercial for a podcast. Which then, Yeah, just a commercial. (laughs) Yeah, it's a commercial for a podcast. He's doing the patent troll thing. We talked about that. It's actually really... It's quite important, and uh, I believe in it completely, but uh, I hate the fact that... Uh, at least they still gave you this thing for free. He did the Radiohead model, which is, you know, this particular podcast was a fundraising show for the patent troll lawsuit litigation, that shit that he's dealing with. Um, so you get a, a uh, the regular podcast download is just a 50 second go to fundanythingcom slash patent troll and you can get the show and you can either donate money right there or he'll still let you basically just have it for free, which is a nice move, except for the fact that at least for me and I believe for you as well, uh, the link didn't work. For a couple hours.
0: Yeah. uh, The first time I tried it, it went to Google Drive, which, uh, you know, is (laughs) – come on. And it said, yeah, too many people have downloaded this file. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. Uh, uh, Corolla is like the master of the podcasting universe and he hires monkeys to run his technology department. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm saying it. I have seen their websites. He's always bitching about how they can't get anything done right. And it's like this is – I mean – Okay, you want to spend money on stuff, Adam. You want to buy nice cars, do some hire somebody with a fucking brain yes. to run your technical division. If
1: you're going to be running around screaming about how you're the biggest podcast in the entire world, Guinness Book of Records said so, and everything, and get some fucking tech people going on over there. Fuck, hire us and then just put us on your network.
0: <laughs> I'm not working for that guy. <laughs> Sorry, no <laughs> way. There's, he's. I'm sure he's cheap as hell. That's why he doesn't have a decent staff. And B, no. Ain't no way. If you want to go for it, be my guest. I have this thing called, um, uh, uh, I'm trying to go for stress free. And oh, right, that would right. not be stress free.
1: That's true. It would not be stress free at all.
0: No. And he gets a thousand miles an hour. And you know, like I, I, I don't have that kind of stamina Yeah, and I can't walk. So fuck it. No. <laughs> if you want to go work for him, be my guest, but somebody needs to go work for him because he's, it's a shit show over there. Seriously. Oh man. Sorry. Agreed. I, I gotta take a breath from that one. Um, <laughs> So why don't you recommend I, a place he could have been hosting his podcast? Well, it's not. You well, know, he could. He could have. He could have put it on S three like everybody else does. Amazon S <laughs> three, uh, which is where half my stuff is. Um, and thank God. Thank God, Amazon is out there because they they just knock their prices down again mm-hmm. for the forty second time. It's like every time you turn around, they're getting cheaper and cheaper.
1: Yeah, there's, it's, there's it's still uh,
0: there's, And they, but I mean, they're still a little pricey if you're going for. Oh, I don't know, reliable commercial grade hosting. Um if you want to go out-of-the-box, you know, shared server uh type of thing, you know, where you you go to your media temples, you pay twenty bucks and you can put everything you want on it and it never loads, yeah. uh, fine. But you know, for enterprise grade hosting, AWS is fantastic. I've been using them since they since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried some of the other cloud stuff, uh Rackspace in general and they're a nightmare to deal with when it comes to support and just getting everything spun up. Yeah. AWS, you do it yourself. Uh, it's got APIs for everything. Um, I just they, if you can't do it on AWS, you just can't do it. Yeah. You know, it just makes building you know things like Netflix possible just cheaply. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh man, so I I don't know. I'm just happy. I'm happy. It's more money in my pocket
1: good for you no it's a good it's a good service I actually really need to get a lot of my stuff moved over there at some point I've just been way too lazy and yeah it just hasn't happened yet Um,
0: yeah you still actually host on like commodity hardware and shit don't you
1: yeah I do Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I know
0: dinosaur.
1: I know, but it still works. <laughs> so, and if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right now, but it, well, I've seen your stuff. It, <laughs> some of it is broken.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're making it so much harder for the NSA to just go in and dip and pull out, you know, whatever they want.
1: So. I know, I know. I should, I should really just make it easier for everyone. Um. Um, speaking of making it easier, guess what went away, <laughs> and we've been yelling about since pretty much we started the podcast since day one since day one i've been screaming about this plus i've also been not just publicly screaming about it i've been screaming about it privately to all my clients who have refused to listen as well
0: ditto ditto ditto
1: but guess what everyone no more freebies on facebook for brands it's over it's gone yep everybody's been
0: talking about this uh, I think eat twenty four put out a, a blog post today saying it's uh it's you not us uh, type of thing yeah that was but, cute, but but it was cute but annoying it's cute and annoying and i i 'll talk about that in a second because it <laughs> kind of pissed me off, but yes, uh, we knew it was coming as soon as they as soon as they introduced the news feed, mm-hmm. if you extrapolated far enough out into the future, this is what was going to happen once they took control of what you could see, then it, you were hostage. You're flat out hostage. Yeah. And now they've even buried with this new look and feel. They've actually buried the switch to uh, most recent in timeline, which means when they switch it, it's harder to notice. Mm-hmm. You won't see it like it used to be at the top, and you could see. Yeah. Uh, on the on the web view, not the mobile view. Mobile view always defaults back to the shitty ass newsfeed. Always. Um.
1: So. But yeah. Re, yeah, so a recent study just found that the, uh, that basically brand posts have dropped from reaching 12% of the audience that you have, say somebody likes your brand. Uh, so most posts that you were making in the past just reached only 12%, which is pathetic to begin with. And it's dropped down to just 6%. And it's going to go lower and lower and lower. At the end of the day, you want to use Facebook for your brand, you're gonna to have to start paying to publicize every single post. Don't do it. We've been screaming about this for ages. We've been saying how important your website is. All you should be doing is pointing back to your website from social networks, but nobody wanted to listen and guess and it's just it's over now. It's over. You cannot your your Facebook page is meaningless.
0: See, and here's the here's where Facebook is is, you know, (laughs) not thinking in the long term. The brands helped make Facebook what it was Mm -hmm. by driving them, giving them free traffic, putting their logo in the ads, everything, sending them all the people and uh yeah, well, now that the people aren't going to be there, they're going to lose all that free advertising. <laughs> people are already getting tired of facebook, have been getting tired of it for ages, and it's just going to flip it on its head, and you know. It could be it, that could be the inflection point where things start to go straight down for Facebook because all the the brands are going to start pulling support for them.
1: Well, Facebook is definitely going to have a rough time of it because brands are going to disappear. Um, they're just going to not bother with the, using Facebook anymore, as they should. I don't necessarily think that Facebook in and of itself will become u- more useless for the end user. It's going to be even better for me because all I ever really used Facebook for in the first place was to keep in touch with my friends. I could give a shit about brands, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're you're so it's smart. good, good you're, for you're smart
0: and, Yeah, you're smart and you know what to do with it. Um, yeah. you're not the normal use case.
1: <laughs> True. So, so yeah, that's that's kind of gone. And uh, I don't you know. I guess I feel mostly bad for all those companies and all those uh, minimum wage and under workers in Sri Lanka or wherever that we discovered almost all the likes were coming from. Anyways, because yeah. that's that's a dead business now.
0: <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So it, that uh, eat 24 uh, letter that they wrote, the thing that pissed me off about it was it, it, it had this whiff of entitlement, like, you know, Facebook owed them something.
1: Yeah. And that was the know, annoying aspect of it. It was like, you you knew this, you knew you were getting something for free. You knew it was going away. Study after study talked about the changes and now you're going to whine about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And by the way, who the fuck is eat 24?
1: Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> so,
0: I, I actually, I think I'm pretty sure that's the app that I talked about last week where I got. Did I talk about that app? No, I, I, maybe I didn't talk about that. It was the only way I could get food when I was in the Valley and I didn't have anybody to bring me anything. Yeah. So I, I got their app and it like hooks together um, uh, restaurants that deliver in your neighborhood to get them to bring you stuff. And you just sign up and pay on the website
1: and food shows up. Yeah.
0: Nothing actually new. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do anything that I couldn't have done by calling the restaurant. So.
1: Yeah. Well, somebody spent an awful lot of time writing this post because it's incredibly long and it's trying to be meme
0: And they have no photo attribution on any of the pictures, and it's a fuck you, E24. Yeah, I
1: know, because they kind of bitch about how they say Facebook is stealing their content and then not delivering it to the people that want it. But they've stole almost every bit. They didn't make any of these images. They stole every single one of these. Everyone, no attribution. (laughs) Good job, E24. Awesome. Way to nail your point by doing the exact (laughs) same thing. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, I, I actually, you know, since we were talking about Facebook, I, we'll come back to the the ages and stuff in a second that okay. I want to. I would definitely want to talk about this, but there's also the anger and shock this week about um, Facebook buying uh, what the hell, Oculus Rift.
1: Oculus Rift. Yes, this entire story is. Uh, <sighs> People just continue to shock and surprise me, and I do nothing but laugh. I can't believe that people are upset about this and surprised.
0: So Oculus Rift was the, it was kickstarted mm-hmm. to, build, to build these VR goggles, yep. and people paid for the kickstarter. And then some guy, the guy who did it, sold it to Amazon, I mean, uh, to, to, to Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. And it's like, uh, okay, you know what? Good for him. Yeah, that's kind <laughs> I mean, of the point. He made two billion dollars off the deal. Good for him. Yeah. And the only thing that I, I think is funny is John Carmack had, had just left uh, ID or ID, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. to go be the CTO of this company. So I'm wondering <laughs> if he's kicking himself right now or uh, cashing a check. But right. I think I think he was probably pretty both rich already. Yeah. So
1: yeah, it's just funny. You know, it's everybody keeps getting mad. This stuff keeps happening over and over again. People, Zach Braff, we kickstarted your movie. How dare you sell it to distribution? Well, because that's what people do. Yeah, seriously And you don't get a piece of it You're not a fucking investor You give money That's it End of story
0: <laughs> Yeah, you know <laughs> Sorry guys I, I, I was kind of bummed Because it looked really cool And I wanted to try it sometime But mm-hmm. it's going to go sit in a, in a Facebook You know a Locker for ages And I don't think anything
1: good's going to come of it now <laughs> So we'll see but Yeah, we'll see what they end up doing with it Probably nothing
0: Oh man God, I'm worn out I'm worn out from that one I'm worn out <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm old. You know, i we keep talking about the, you know, the ageism thing and I'm feeling it cause I'm old. Yeah. Uh, there's a, r- a really good article in new Republic this week, mm-hmm. uh, called Silicon Valley's brutal ageism that I just recommend. Uh, honestly, I'm just gonna put it in the show notes. If you're interested in this kind of thing, read it because it is one of the best articles so far on what it's like. And here's the thing now, now that I've, I've, We've talked about this a couple times, and I see these people that are all you know. We're getting you know um, people people aren't hiring us. They're not giving us VC because we're old and blah blah blah. Fuck off! (laughs) Get off your ass and go do it without them. That's it. I'm I'm done with it. You know I don't know why been in this damn maudlin hole of oh poor us we're we're old nobody's gonna hire us. Nobody hired us when we fucking started and we, we built everything up by, we, you know, we bootstrapped it up. We made it then. We're smarter than they are now. So fucking let's go do it again. I yeah. got no problem with it. I,
1: I don't feel that, you know, I, I see this outside of the realm of my own life. I see the ageism in tech. I see it online. I see it in the stories that we read about. I see it in the fact that, you know, nobody that fucking makes any kind of wave PR wise in tech is over the, over 22 years old. It's just all these fucking kids. But. I started my own company at 25. Uh, I basically insulated from all this. uh, I'm old, but I'm doing well. It doesn't really affect my life, and I don't let it get me down. I go out and I do my job, and I take care of it, and I don't see the problem. So stop your whining, old people. Start your own companies. Get out of the fucking programming business where you're not going to get hired if you're uh, over 25 years old, and start your own fucking company and go do it.
0: Yeah, hire some of
1: these kids. Yeah, you know, turn around, and become their boss. That's what that's, we talked about, you know, last week. So,
0: and that's where I'm moving with my business. Yeah, you know?
1: use your experience, hire the kids, and uh, you know, run the show. That—that's exactly. what the experience is good for. The experience isn't good for you, like being able to whip out some PHP code faster. The experience is you know how to fucking do it, and you know how to manage it, and you know how to deal with clients, and you know how it all works. That's your experience. Yeah, wear the big boy pants to work. You exactly. know,
0: let the let the little kids stay up twenty <laughs> hours and work on this shit. Yeah, I've got I've got three programming projects right now that I'm that I'm knocking out, and I swear to God, these are going to be my last three. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm actively looking for PHP folk, so if you're good, call me. Excellent. Um, yeah, another thing that's pissing me off is this Netflix talk. <laughs> it, it's still going on There's, you know it, it's bouncing oh.
1: back and forth right it's 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 exactly like it started with Netflix. Is you know we're ending net neutrality this is all really bad then we got schooled on it and a couple people sent us articles saying no that's not the fucking deal at all here's the real deal now it's swung back into well yeah it kind of is this is what's happening what the fuck so <laughs> I, I'm so confused at this point
0: I know but they're talking about how now it's remember I, I mentioned it's a last mile problem yeah uh, well, there's an NPR art, art piece on it that mm-hmm. actually talks about the last mile problem. Yeah, and it's the the telcos that you and I get our internet access through are pissed off because they have to upgrade their infrastructure because it's old and busted. Yeah, and they can't push enough, you know, House of Cards or whatever the fuck you want to watch, any video on demand through. Yeah, and still keep their network robust. Well. <laughs> You know what? And they're like, who's going to pay for all this? Well, we're paying we you are 128
1: paying bucks a month, motherfuckers.
0: Exactly. <laughs> we're already paying for Netflix and we're also paying for your goddamn service. They are, As far as I'm concerned, they're mutually exclusive. I am paying to get bits from out there to in here and yep. from in here to out there. You are a pipe. Be a fucking pipe and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm sick to fucking death of it. It's like, oh, we want more money. I'm like, you know how much – it's i mean the, the price we're paying for internet right now is ridiculous compared to everywhere else in the world except probably you know Sudan
1: yeah. but no i agree i mean the connectivity price that we pay in this country is sky high there are some places that are worse but when you start adding up like your cable bill and then your internet bill on top of that and then you have to pay the 14.95 for Netflix and I'm 9.95 for Spotify and then oh well, you I mean, don't have to you don't have to pay No it. you don't have to do all that <laughs> but you know what I'm saying so yeah. all that stuff starts to add up and that's before you've even thrown your cell phone bill in which is also exorbitantly high so shut the fuck up you companies shut yeah. up fix this stuff and stop trying to gouge us this is what we pay you for keeping your shit up to date is not our extra expense no shit <laughs> God damn it! Oh,
0: and here we go. Microsoft this week. iPad, <laughs> iPad. You know, uh, Word and Excel and PowerPoint for iPad. Yeah. woo! Free? No, no, not, not free. <laughs> you have to have that stupid uh, what, Outlook three sixty five account. Is that is that what it is? Uh, Office three
1: sixty five. I- Whatever the fuck
0: it is. It's too expensive and I'm never going to use it. So I was pissed <laughs> off that I wasted the bandwidth that I'm obviously probably going to get charged for because their pipes are breaking down <laughs> to, get, uh, to get these things on my iPad. And I'm like, you, you want me to – a subscription model for an app to change words in a document? Go to hell. I'm not doing that. Seriously.
1: Yeah, I, I hate the subscription model that software is trying to push everyone towards. It's ridiculous, uh, but that could just be us being old and grumpy. Um, that was really annoying, too. It's, it was a very misleading, m- misleading wording that was used when this was announced. It is technically free as a download. You don't have to you pay for it from the iTunes store. Unfortunately, you can't actually use it unless you have the subscription.
0: Well, you can look at documents, you just cannot edit documents, yeah you
1: know? um, I mean, I think it's a, it's a good thing because I know a lot of people that basically you know your lawyers and such that basically just kind of live off Microsoft Office and they have to use it, and I'm assuming that their companies will pay for these subscriptions, and now they don't have to lug around their you know, laptops with them anytime they want to edit a document. they can just do it on, on their iPads, which is cool. I like that, but uh, yeah I'm okay. never I'm never going to use it. I'm, I not, I'm not going to pay the pages. money. Yeah, yeah.
0: I can, I can do that with Pages right now, and it doesn't. I don't have to pay a subscription for it. You know
1: yeah, exactly. So there's yeah. that. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but uh, you know, it seems that Microsoft and Apple are starting to play ball with each other, which is interesting. And uh, who knows what that's going to end up leading to? Speaking of which, the iPhone six is coming in September, in theory. Cool. This is the first articles that have come out saying, you know, based as per usual on Chinese manufacturers that are building the screens and have delivery orders and blah, 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 blah. Uh, They're assuming a September announcement and there will be two different sizes, one with a higher resolution screen. So we shall see. (laughs) <laughs> i'm yeah. not i'm not up for an upgrade through my verizon uh, account until uh, next year anyway so i won't be hopping on board i'm just not gonna i, I just can't keep up with this tech anymore i cannot drop like 400 dollars every year because they have a new phone i will wait until i get my free upgrade <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm on the I'm on the S track, and honestly, I like the S track because I like the S phones better. Right. You know. Yeah. Let let them work out the bugs. Yeah.
1: Let them work out the bugs, but uh, you know, for all you Apple freaks, the iPhone six is coming out. Let the insanity begin in terms of rumors.
0: Mm Hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, 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 it's not even worth it. I gave up on this uh, five years ago. Yeah. You know, it was fun when you're young and it's fun to do that and go stand in line well even though I still do go stand in line um, (laughs) but the speculation part I I couldn't care less I've been through that cycle so many times I really just don't care (laughs) yeah gotcha show it to me when it arrives it's like the mammoth email it's like okay you're working on something great show it to me when when it arrives
1: yeah (sighs) good times so I saw on time.com that uh, they've announced that apparently 2045 is the year that man will become immortal um, numbers have been thrown around about this for a long time. It's, it's the singularity, as we all like to discuss, uh, where the tech actually catches up and has, surpasses the ability of humans by a great degree. And they quickly figure out, you know, <clears throat> our robot overlords quickly figure out how to download into computers and we live forever. And it's all good and fun. In theory. <laughs> Again show it to
0: me when it gets here. I know
1: I was I was, was the really funny thing is I had read that article and I was like I'm I'm really into this concept uh, Ray Kurzweil is one of the you know big proponents of it out there and his book The Singularity is Near uh, when humans transcend biology is a fucking great read and it's total science nerd porn and you go god this is going to be awesome I can't wait for this to happen and they do all these charts and graphs and show how you know mathematically this is the time that this is definitely going to happen by in the meantime, I'm on my seventh run to Home Depot because I can't get a fucking lock to work correctly. No, <laughs> this is <laughs> our tech is so bad. Netflix is fighting with Time Warner half the time. My, my, you know, you can't connect your Verizon LTE online anywhere. Tech sucks. There's no fucking way we're this close.
0: <laughs> well, th- we might be that close, but for a very small uh, fraction of the population. Yeah, Bill Gates. That's the way it's going to happen. The super, the super rich will get the. Uh... The Benefits first, and, and then there'll be the trickle down effect. But when it comes to immortality, don't expect that to trickle down.
1: <laughs> no, no. And that's uh, speaking of which, I mean, the, the fiction book, uh, I remember I talked to. A couple weeks ago, I believe, I was going back and reading these uh, books by James Halperin that were written in the early 90s as speculative near-future fiction, just to see kind of how that was going. The second book that he wrote was called The First Immortal. It was exactly about that. It was about the rich and privileged starting with it and how it trickled down through society and the different – excuse me. I need more tea, apparently. Apparently. Jesus. Um, Yeah. So there you go. So there's there's a couple (laughs) good books about it recently. Okay. Don't Mm-mm. die on us there. No, I'm trying not to. <laughs> I don't know. what just. I get all worked up when I start talk, thinking about my seven Home Depot runs. It's all <laughs> the sawdust from all the contractors. That, too.
0: So, Kim.com, uh, of mega upload and mega fame, and what was that, Bamboozled? Is that yeah, the new one? I believe so, yeah. <laughs> um, it, he uh, This week, he started the uh, Internet Party in New Zealand, which I don't really live in New Zealand, so I can't join it, and I don't really care because – well, Kim. dot com is. I find him slightly fascinating. <laughs> I also think he's a fat douchebag who basically made his fortune off of theft of other people's property. You know, he could claim whatnot and you know fair use, safe harbor, whatever for just being a uh, uh, a pass through for all the files. But at the end of the day, he knew what he was doing. And he made a ton of money off of it. So, wham, boo-hoo. hoo. <laughs> Well, I, hang on. The reason I bring this up is because the, on the Internet Party's website, he spent a ton of money to get one of the weirdest looking Barack Obama impersonators and <laughs> and whoever the head of the New Zealand government is, um, get them together and make this like twelve minute parody video of how, I how Kim dot <laughs> com is like going to change the world with his Internet Party manifesto, and it. I don't know. It was it was weirdly fascinating and slightly embarrassing. And it is it is a, a train wreck. It's uncomfortable <laughs> as hell. It really, uh, but this is.
1: guy is a train. I mean, I'm just looking at a picture of him right now, and I'm sure you know because I spend a lot of time in Toronto. I'm spectacularly aware of Rob Ford, but I'm sure even you've heard of him. This guy is is Rob Ford with more money. He's a fat, crazy, megalomaniacal, insane person.
0: Yeah, he plays a lot of video games. He he makes ED, EDM music. You and your EDM. Yes, um, he, he
1: put out an album which is absolutely horrible. <laughs>
0: I haven't listened. I w- wouldn't listen
1: to it. Yeah. So I I, I did it in the name of research. I mean, I had to do something. So, yeah, it's a it's really hilarious. I don't understand what this guy is doing with his life, but he seems to be having fun. So good on him.
0: <laughs> yeah, he plays a lot of video. I think he was like one of the. He was a world championship for Call for Duty. Uh, Call of Duty, I don't know which one. I'm not right. twelve. I don't play those things anymore. Um but yeah, he's like a championship video gamer. I don't know. I was fascinated with him for a while and I kind of liked him. Hey, look at my Twitter handle. It's Jason.com because Jason.com wasn't taken or was taken and I was trying to be, you know, yes. Buddhisty. Um <laughs> actually I was probably being whiskey, but uh, it's still whiskey y yeah. Yeah, I think that's how that came about. But yeah, the more I the more I learn about this guy, the more I dislike him. Um some of his some of his uh Theories about his political party are just not going to work. It's well, stupid. it's more about it's honestly more about getting a better internet connection than you know uh, dealing with trade and you know international taxes and uh, GDP and that kind of thing, which is kind of important, more important than your internet connection, in my opinion. But. Yeah. I mean, he especially should, when you're an island like
1: that he should stay out of politics just as much as he should stay out of music, I mean this is an ego thing, if he didn't have the ego he would just be doing, you know, he'd be working politics from behind the scenes he'd be, you know, throwing money here and there to get what he wanted achieved, instead he's starting an entire party and just getting me, me, me attention, because that's the kind of guy he is I mean that's the personality, right? Yep. So
0: I don't know, he needs to just go back to being behind the scenes exactly, but he's not going to <laughs> Oh damn dogs. damn dogs. Dogs everywhere. Well, between you coughing and I got a dog here and all my all my deliveries came, I got all my new gear. Um so I saw this thing that I it was just a forehead smack. Now in San Francisco, <laughs> there are, you know we, we know who's in San Francisco. We've had this conversation before. Yes. This this time this time it was just a forehead slap of irony because somebody is taking pictures of people texting on their phone in their car. Mm-hmm. And then putting those pictures on billboards around the city, so people w- – will instead of looking at their phone, they'll be looking at the billboards of people on their phone to see if it's them. So either way, it's distracted driving to the nth degree. It's just – you know. It is – yes. Oh, it, oh, Jesus. It,
1: yeah. It, it's – the definition of a Catch-22, it's the dumbest thing I've, I've ever – well, no. I've heard of plenty of dumb things. Yeah, that's, a, that's a stretch. Never mind. This is what not even near the top of the level, but it's stupid. And it's, I, it's the dumbest thing you've seen this week. It's the dumbest thing I've <laughs> seen funded this week. Well, it wasn't funded. He paid for it himself. Oh, what an idiot.
0: Yeah, seriously. Like, how are you going to get a return on that? Yeah. Uh, well, oh, the second dumbest thing, <laughs> Virgin America's They're staffing all of their, uh, their gate crews with Google Glass.
1: I, see, this doesn't really even bother me outside of the fact that I recognize it's just a publicity stunt to get some press for a little bit and then they'll stop using it.
0: Well, here's the problem I have with it. You said that you would be okay if you got to the gate and they like, hi, Brian. Here's your, 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 you know, your craft beer and your sushi and scotch and whatever you like. You know, So they like troll your Facebook, figure out who you are, get your preferences and, and cater to you as you get there. Right. What if at one point you had a bad flight with another airline? And they see that you are a problem passenger <laughs> and a chronic problem passenger, which – because I can see that being the case with you because you are kind of curmudgeonly and kind of a dick when it comes to uh – not getting your way around town. So I think that you might someday find out that you cannot fly on Virgin because you have a bad woofy because you have (laughs) mistreated somebody on another airline four years ago.
1: I keep my bad mood completely self-contained and entirely to myself on flights. I have my sunglasses on. I have my headphones on. And if I'm having a horrible experience, I seethe inwardly.
0: Okay, well, then here, here's the deal then. I might not get on a flight. <laughs> you might not:
1: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I can see that being a problem, but I mean, we still don't like uh, you you're smart enough not to make your Facebook public, so yeah, but,
0: yeah, but they're I not the
1: Virgin's seen. not going to see that through Google glasses. It still comes down to they can only get to the information that you release or that you let out there in some way, shape or form. So
0: Well, I have had fights with Virgin American staff while in flight and had it remedied before we landed you know
1: yeah
0: so they, they you know they, they're pretty good with knowing who you are and how to fix things and i'm sure that they've got a little database that when you get on that flight they're like oh, shit, oh here it he
1: comes do not give him more than three whiskeys yep <laughs> um all so, right. Well, I, I mean, know. I'm
0: just I'm I, saying it's there. There is the opportunity for problems to happen there, and can, it's just creepy.
1: But that can happen without Google Glass. Nobody needs Google Glass for that to happen. They can have a little. They can have little tablets. I'm surprised that like stewardesses and stewards don't have iPads and tablets that can tap into you know a virgin database, anyways.
0: And probably get stolen by by
1: TSA. True. Welcome to This Week in
0: Shit We Put on Our Computers. Uh,
1: so I was just uh, coming back. We took a little break because I definitely need some tea because my throat was going insane. And uh, we were bitching off uh, off air about our battery life on our phones since we switched to one, My iPhone has been ridiculously horrible. Terrible. I need I to mean, charge it all the terrible. fucking time. It's got to constantly be plugged in or else I'm out of juice, you know, like within two hours. <sighs> it's bad. Anyways.
0: ABC. A- ABC. <laughs> yeah. So always be charging. Always be charging. Always be charging. Do you? Um, I wanted to ask you about it because mm-hmm. what I have found is there's no one app that I can pinpoint the drain to.
1: No, I can't either. I, I took off the notoriously bad things. Like I still use Argus uh, for tracking steps and things like that, uh, which has always been pretty bad. But I've I've shut that off and it makes no difference. I think it's completely the the operating system this time around.
0: And it's interesting because you only have a five, and I've got a five S.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, it, it just drains bad. Like I've only really had my phone off charge for about an hour and a half today, and I'm down to fifty percent.
0: Yeah, it goes it goes super fast. I had that problem when I was on the train and like trying to juggle like keeping my computer charged and my phone charged, and I just would watch my phone just drop.
1: Yeah, it's it's so they, I haven't really something. seen any articles about it. So, uh let's uh, get the word out there. I mean, if anybody else has noticed, please back us up on this. It's been bad since we updated.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm I'm going to ask around cuz yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen any like articles in the press about it either. Um, and you're the first person I actually brought it up to because I thought maybe it was just me. But, I, I thought it was man. just me
1: too. I was like, God, I, it is because, you know, I do have a five. Do I really need to update my phone already? Is there something wrong with just mine? But nope. no, no.
0: It ha- happens <laughs> totally on my six too. I mean, my, my five S, sorry, not my six.
1: <laughs> right. Wouldn't, have, not, a, wouldn't not,
0: have one of those yet.
1: <laughs> not yet. Um, so, anyways, let's uh, move on to more shit that uh, in this case I'm putting my computer on. I was talking about getting a standing desk a couple months ago and then I got distracted by this whole buying a fucking place thing that happened. Um, and right. Right now, I'm still just kind of – I have things perched on boxes and and whatnot. But uh, I've definitely decided that since I'm here, I'm going to spend the money. I'm going to get like my total dream office set up, really super compact, stand-up, all that sort of stuff. And I was Googling around, and I found a site called thehumansolution.com, which is basically – all ergonomic products, and it looks like they have some really cool stuff in there. I haven't been able to explore it too much yet, but there's definitely a desk I have bookmarked, and um, there's really cool like mouse because I've really started to notice that my wrists are getting tweaky, but that's probably because I've been lifting boxes for two weeks. Um, it looks cool. looks like they have some great stuff in there.
0: I took a peek at it. Um, they do have really good prices on their treadmill desks. I was mm-hmm. surprised. Uh, I think you can get a standing desk with a treadmill for 1500 bucks. Right. And most of the good treadmill desks are around 4 k So it looks pretty decent on price. Some of the stuff looks pretty good too. Yeah. I wish – I wish. or actually, I'm very glad that I don't have a standing desk right now. Or
1: <laughs> Well, you can't because,
0: stand. Yeah. So that would, been, that would have been a problem. And I got six, I got six more weeks of it, so yeah. I'm stuck. Uh, but yeah, get one. I love I loved my standing desks
1: awesome yeah i'm definitely going to be looking into it i'm not going to do the treadmill thing just because i'm you know here in sunny california right by the beach and i do my bike rides and all that but uh it's time for me to go to a standing desk and and really kind of i got to streamline my my office i'm sick of having the sprawling thing that takes up so much space yeah you have
0: you definitely have well you have a pc and all those monitors and all that yeah. crap i'll get so. rid of
1: the pc and i'll do one of the two monitor setups that does yeah. the, on the standing desk, and it should be kick ass. So. cool. So,
0: one thing that I found this week, which I c- completely took me by surprise, because this came out about twenty one days ago, I believe, which would be three <laughs> weeks in normal people parlance. Um, <laughs> uh, Mamp Mamp Pro, which is the what I use for my you know my computer simulation on my local machine for running a web server, MySQL, you yes. know, mm-hmm. all that that whole thing. Version three is out. Yay! <laughs> and. Version 3 uh, functionally has a bunch of new stuff in it, being able to switch between PHP versions per install, at the sa- so you don't have to like change it globally for all the sites you're working on because you can have multiple sites at the same time and all that blah, blah, blah. Um, the best thing about it, though, is it's got a new icon in the dock, which is so much better than the old icon.
1: The old icon is ugly as hell. It's I, terrible. I don't, I don't know what it's supposed to be. It's some sort of elephant in a circle, but it looks like blur- boring, bland. It looks like it should have been in the mammoth email that we got. Corporate exactly. kind of bullshit.
0: <laughs> so they fixed, they fixed the icon. They fixed a couple of things. One thing they did not fix, which still is irksome, um, most times when you run a website on a server, like a production server, you're running memcache, which is, lets you store values in memory yeah. to retrieve them later so you don't have to hit the database all the time. For local um, builds, memcache doesn't come pre-installed, and it's always a pain to get it, to compile it yourself and get it all running. So yeah, memcache didn't come with Mamp 3. Mm-hmm. But uh there is we're going to put a link in the show notes to uh a guy whose name I cannot pronounce, Um <laughs> he's got a, a thing up on GitHub which has all like the precompiled stuff uh that can get like as a drop in for Mamp 3. You will have to use like brew um to get it locally to get like memcache running on your machine. Right. Because it's you know it's a service and uh client type of thing. So once you get Memcash running on your machine then you can build against it just like you would in a production environment with you know just some custom switches. Yep. All in all it was a $40 upgrade from version 2 and I think it's 100 bucks if it's new. Worth it if you're a builder, get it seriously. I mean even if you're a tinker get it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's pretty kick-ass. I mean, as, as we've talked about many, many times, I've been running on PC for ages. I wasn't even running anything local uh, since I got my Mac, and Jason set me up with MAMP. Um, invaluable, so much easier. Everything's great. I love developing on it. It's fantastic, and I will have to do the 3 update as well. Yep. Um,
0: and a little bit of follow-up on something that I got before, which is the Zag keyboard, the Bluetooth like keyboard case that I got for my iPad Air. Mm-hmm. I still love it when yeah. it works. Yeah, uh, They say that there's three-month battery life, and I charged this right before I went to L.A. Uh, two and a half weeks ago, three mm-hmm. weeks ago. Um, yeah, dead on the train on the way home. So I had to <laughs> – thank God I brought the right cable with me um, so I could charge it up and use it because uh, I used it quite a bit on the train. Right, And um, yeah, when it works, it's great. So I'm going to keep an eye on this battery life, but there's three-month claim –
1: uh-uh. Is there a, like a little asterisk next to that, and then some small print that says assumes only 1.2 hours of daily usage? It's it, it says assumes normal usage, but the yeah, other thing your is, usage is not normal. <laughs> I'm just going to well, state that.
0: <laughs> oh, probably. And I, I always run it with
1: the key, with the backlight on, so you can see the keys. But... Yeah, so that might explain a lot. Yeah, but three months versus three weeks. You, you should know by now. We've been doing this for how long, Jason? Uh, you and I are not what anyone would consider a standard user for any product. We we overuse the shit out of our stuff.
0: I know, but I was hoping for at least a month. That would be nice. Yeah, fuck it. Ear
1: candy, candy, candy,
0: candy, So we don't really have anything uh, really eerie for the ear candy
1: this <laughs> well, there's, week. There's something um, that looks pretty eerie, though. Uh. Were you
0: a fan of Fargo? The,
1: I the movie? Lo- I love the movie. I love it. Yeah.
0: I didn't. Really? I, okay. everybody loved it. I could I just <laughs> I liked like two characters in the movie. Like well it's Steve Buscemi I love and no matter what he's in, so I just watch him in anything. I it was one of those movies that just didn't really like you know, draw me in and get me going. I'm I not a huge Coen Brothers fan. Oh, I see, I a-
1: I am a huge Coen Brothers fan, and the thing about the thing that made Fargo good, and I wonder if going back and, and maybe you should do this for your other podcast, uh, where you go back and, and see if it has legs. Um, one of the things I loved about Fargo is Fargo was quirky before quirky was a thing. You know what I'm saying. Like okay. People weren't leaping out, and not everybody was doing quirky then. So it was just so crazy weird. It's also kind of why I feel like Northern Exposure, remember that TV show, was popular. It wasn't actually really that good, but nobody was doing quirky like that. So it was really cool for that and really innovative and and interesting at the time because nobody was doing anything like it. So that's my thoughts on Fargo. But the TV show is coming. Yes, the TV show looks amazing. Yes, it does. The promos are fantastically well done.
0: Because when I first heard that they were bringing this as a TV series, I was just like, oh, seriously? It was a (laughs) two-hour movie. How are you going to make it into a series? Mm -hmm. And then – I saw the the trailer, and the, the sheer amount of talent that they have in this series is mind-boggling.
1: It's all about TV now. TV is the new movies. All movies that come out now are pretty much shit and horrible and crap, and all the good work is totally being done in TV. You got your Game of Thrones. You got your House of Cards, etc true detective which yep. i would,
0: which which has the academy award winner for best actor in it yeah. you know
1: yeah it's all about tv shows now so i mean the people that are on this it does look really really good i'm definitely looking forward to checking it out
0: yeah and like i said not even as a non fan of the movie this looks good to me so i'm definitely going to watch it <laughs>
1: Cool. Yeah, I, I am too. So we'll be, I'm sure, talking about that. Um, no new music to speak of this week in terms of ear candy. And, and you don't even have a podcast, which I'm shocked by. But uh, I have stumbled across a, a couple of different... Um, there, there, there's an ongoing series of articles that's being done on Slate, and you're going to make fun of me for picking on Slate again. But again, they have really good writers, and they actually pay the writers. So occasionally, you actually get real journalism which is nice. And uh, you don't really see that very often anywhere else. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to the fucking story. Get to the fucking story. Anyways, they have a series where they actually go through and explain why um, really big pop songs are popular. And they do it through music theory and math, and it's a really good read. Uh, don't let the music theory and math part scare you, because they actually start to talk a lot about uh, just kind of the process of songwriting and what makes a song. And it's done in relatively laymanish language so so you'll get it and it's really interesting in this particular article they talk about daft punks get lucky uh which is a massive huge gigantic world stomping hit um they've also done a Katy perry song and i haven't read that one yet because i just came across this today so but it was a fun article to read really interesting to uh see how they break down the songs and uh explain why this is an earworm and why you can't stop listening to it
0: yeah i might have to check that out because um uh... Yeah, get lucky isn't an earworm for me. So if they if they say it is, then. it is for most of the world,
1: Jason. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, listen, I don't follow you know celebrity know. news, and I don't follow pop music. Uh, what do you want? I hell, I you know I listen to the fucking Dead Kennedys most of the time, and that's my it, that's what I get through.
1: Um, uh, hey, you can't go wrong so. with that. Actually, I heard Punk Rock Girl on on Serious the other day, and I hadn't heard that for ages. Oh, some Dead Milkman. Yeah, Dead Milkman. It. it was good, some good stuff.
0: Serious too. Oh. I actually thought about getting uh, one of those serious gimmicks for, for the house.
1: Are they any good? Uh, no.
0: no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, to
1: be honest, I mean the whole problem is – I mean if you're a Howard Stern fan, it might be worth it. If you're really into like obscure like – 1940s bossa nova there's probably a channel that's dedicated directly to that but if you're really into anything that obscure you probably own it all on vinyl or something like that yeah. um all the all the channels are just so playlisted well they didn't used to be i was i was on board early with satellite radio uh and it was used to be really really good um but now it's like the two channels that i really love one is like the 80s new wave channel and the other one's the 90s um kind of grunge channel. Uh, they play the same fucking 10 songs. It, it's so playlisted. They rarely do deep cuts. There's specific shows that are okay like there's the, sa- the Saturday Night Safety Dance on the 80s channel which is kind of fun, but I've even listened to that a few times now and I'm starting to hear the same damn mixes every single time. Um yeah, I I, I don't know. You're better off okay. I I'd rather do Apple Radio.
0: Okay, I'll I'll, I'll stick to that then cuz I had it in a car when I went uh, last time I came to LA, not this last this one the one before that mm-hmm. and I had Sirius in there. And the one thing that that I really liked about it was the Comedy Central stand-up channel because I could listen to stand-up comedy the whole time when I'm driving because you need something for levity while you're driving in L.A. traffic so you don't want to kill anybody and have your your (laughs) falling-down moment.
1: Yeah, the comedy channels are the ones that I find myself listening to the most often, actually, on on the stations now because uh, all the music is just too playlisted. I mean, again, if you're really into something like Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam has their own channel and they play (laughs) like, you know, exactly. But if you're into Pearl Jam, it's like, Here's the 19, uh, 1994 concert from Poughkeepsie that's never been heard before. and I guess that's cool, but yeah, I, I'm not. I'm probably it's built into my car. I've got it for another year. I'll I'll decide if the hundred and fifty bucks or whatever it is for the year is worth it or not at that point.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, hundred and fifty bucks a year not worth it for. It's pretty comedy. pricey. It's, yeah, it's pretty okay. pricey. Okay. Well, hopefully next week we'll have something more uh, entertaining for our, as far as the podcast side goes. I, just, I haven't had anything this week. I have three of them lined up that I just saw that looked pretty cool. Uh, one, one on uh, the Internet of Things, which I'm really interested in. So I'll let you know next week if that actually pans out or not. Excellent. Yo, no, seriously? Are you
1: shitting me? This week's ridiculous fact. Not once in the entire Humpty Dumpty nursery rhyme does it ever mention that he's an egg. Okay. <laughs> every animation, every immediate thought of Humpty Dumpty, you see an egg sitting on a wall. Not once is that mentioned.
0: So, do you know where it comes from? Who was the first person to actually, you know, draw him as an egg? No idea. God damn, man! You in the research? We got, we're gonna have to take you out back and have a word.
1: <laughs> oh Well, maybe I'll present that next week, along with next week's ridiculous fact. Keep yes, listening. Dude, see how I, we're I tagging. Your, I want your research. I want right. your research. I'll do Show research your work this time. Show my work. Show my new math. <laughs> this week in False Advertising. So we already spent a bit of time bitching about uh, the mammoth email that we got that was just corporate stock footage and uh, no information whatsoever. Uh, stumbled across a genius fake ad. This is a generic brand video originally published on McSweeney's. Uh, we'll have a link to it in the show notes. I ran across it on adweek.com. Um It is hilarious. It's two minutes and 50 seconds of beautifully shot and uh, scored and uh, bland phrases that mean absolutely nothing. Uh, Stock imagery that means absolutely nothing that uh, tells you how you should feel good about this and insert brand here. Uh, It cracked the fucking hell out of me. I just I was dying watching it.
0: It was really funny. And what I thought was really interesting is it was done by a company that sells stock footage.
1: <laughs> and all Yes, they use their own products brilliantly. Yeah, um, eat your own dog food. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Definitely worth a watch, um, especially if you work in any kind of industry whatsoever that uh, deals with advertising or promotion or you are just sick of fucking dumb commercials.
0: Now, here's the thing about this. is This was taken from somebody else's project and they recreated it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So – I think we need to dig up the original product and, and put it in there if we can find it, because I would like to see that one, too, if we can uh, dig it up.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll definitely do a search for that. We'll try to get that in the show notes in time.
0: Cool. I, I dig it. Yeah, go watch it. It's, it's watch It's a good laugh. <laughs> Closing shout-outs! So I want to do a uh, quick shout-out to uh, uh, somebody I know named Gigi Edgley. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if you were a fan of Farscape way back in the day, the... Single best sci-fi show that got canceled like everything else I love. Um, <laughs> she played she played Chiana, the, the girl that was all in white. Um, okay. Met her years ago. I redid her website this week because she's got a new show on sci-fi.com called uh, Jim Henson's Creature Shop Challenge, which is actually pretty entertaining because they, they make these creatures. It, it, it's, it's Project Runway for monster makeup, really. That's what it is. Okay. Um, but it's fun because they make these full-on, like, you know, suits for people to wear in like two days it's crazy talk um so in the uh, she needed the site done really fast and it needed to look decent and it needed to look decent on mobile it doesn't so everyone i i've i'm i have heard the advertisements like everybody else squarespace squarespace and we've talked about squarespace a gazillion times and mm-hmm. I, I i i'm like fuck it i'm doing it i'm just gonna knock it out for her because she was gonna use wix i think Wix.com, which is another one that advertises the same type of thing, right? Which
1: just looks terrible. Wix is a piece of crap. I don't. Oh my
0: god, yeah. it's so awful. I, uh, if you use it, get the hell out of there. <laughs> so I took took the weekend and I rebuilt ggedgely.com. and oh my god, people, the people who make Squarespace need to be shot (laughs) nobody can use this it is the most unintuitive fuster cluck piece of shit i've ever ever used right nothing works right okay i i just i i don't get it but by the time i was done i was able to eke out a passable website she liked it Her, her fans liked it everything was fine but I swear to God, just the text handling alone, if you paste in a block of text, it will, like, break the break the lines apart into separate entity boxes with no <laughs> rhyme or reason. So you have to, like, select them individually just to format them different. Oh, my God. Right. Mind-bogglingly complicated for something that should not
1: be that complicated. No, the whole point of Squarespace is uh, quick, easy, free websites, right? Well, not even free. You no, no,
0: it. not free. Yeah, because uh, yeah. I, I put it on my – I mean, I – the run on, on my site, jpd.me, was the run-up to do her site on it. Right. Now, her site was a little bit more complicated because she had specific things that we needed to do, right? right. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> so that, that's where we run into the problems. Yeah. Just just doing like aligning images with text wraps and things like that that are just simple in HTML. It's like, you know, you, you do text align left, right. You just do some CSS blocking and boom, Bob's your uncle. Yeah. There, no, 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 no way. No. Everything's got – everything's – it has to be drag and drop funky dory and yeah, you can uh you can put in code. I actually had to write some tables. To, oh wow. Yep, <laughs> I'm telling you. Awesome. Well she she had tabular data. Yeah. She had her, her career bio is tabular data and right. I needed to put a table in. And you have to write it by hand in Squarespace. I'm like, with all this fancy shit, you just can't have a box for tables.
1: I know. You know? <sighs> ah. See, all that table knowledge that we did way back in the day, still still worthwhile, still used. Oh, you know what it's, you know what it's used for, and I get this, I get this like probably two or three times
0: uh, every quarter is uh, emails. Yep. You know,
1: yeah, oh yeah. I, Anytime you do a mail a mailing, you got to put things on the table. You can't mess yep. around with anything else. Yeah.
0: No, I was doing uh, d- uh, when I was at two jobs ago. Is it uh, doing ABC's Dancing with the Stars emails every week for seven weeks? Yeah. You know what? I I should have got hazard pay for that. I've got PTSD from it. <laughs> I could, every time I just see something dancing with the stars my hands start to shake.
1: No, I feel that way anyways oh. and I didn't even have to work with them. Oh god, I tell you. <laughs> bad stuff. Yeah. So
0: yeah, uh, when you get a, if you get a chance go check out Gigi's new site and uh, you can laugh at my Squarespace uh Foo, <laughs> and uh, I'll put a link to her show in there too. It's on Tuesdays, I believe. I on actually, sci-fi.
1: Uh, I'm definitely going to check out the show. I mean, as much as I'm against uh, any kind of like re- reality TV show, I mean, I love the Muppets and I love the, the the whole concept is fine. It's like Project Runway for geeks. I mean,
0: it really is, and they've yeah. got people who work at Henson to be like mentors. Oh, that's great. so yeah, yeah. If you can get, if you can get, like last week was the premiere, so if you can just get it on on demand and then get caught up, it, it was just watching what these guys can do in two days is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: So very cool. Um, I don't really have anything for a shout out other than the fact that, uh, again, another part of moving has been, um, paring down a little bit and, uh, trying to kind of go through all the stuff that I've been lugging around with me for years and years and I just don't use anymore. Um, if we have any aspiring musicians out there, or, or kind of people that are really into synth programming um, or anything of that sort, get in touch with me because I've got a ton of of physical gear that I'm actually going to start getting rid of uh, that I just don't use anymore. You know, I've done my my bit for King and Country. I wrote, recorded, and released an album. I don't need to have this stuff sitting around anymore. I still like tinkering with music, but uh, almost everything I do is now digital um, and virtual instruments. I don't actually use the physical anymore. Uh, i got some really great pieces of equipment. Um, I'll let them go for you know whatever the kind of generic random prices out there on, on, on your Ebays and Craigslist. So if anybody's looking for something, write me a note. How do they get in touch with you, Brian? Brian at SlenderFungus.com or just uh, go through the Grumpy Old Geeks site or my, find my Twitter at GrumpyOldGeeks.com.
0: Cool. Um, and you talked about your album that you released. Is, yeah. Is there, can you put that stuff in the show notes so we can put it out for the people? Because I, uh, I still listen to your album when I'm working because I think it was a great album. Oh, thank
1: so. you, man. Really? I, yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, wow. That's pretty nice. Okay, we'll throw that in the show notes. Uh, it's uh, uh, We worked under the name of Among Us and we're on iTunes. I think we're actually on Spotify and all that sort of stuff now, too. So we're on the streaming services. You can listen to the album there. Uh, yeah, again, Among Us a m u n g u s but uh, we'll throw a link in i think they're still an among com, but i haven't looked at it in years because we're, we're not actively writing anymore so uh, that's a pretty good domain that you make make sure you keep it oh yeah i'm gonna hold on to it
0: <laughs> cool man yeah I, I definitely still listen to it when i'm uh it, it's in my uh electronic playlist uh rotation when i when i get down to work oh, so. oh thanks Glad
1: you made it. So, hey, I, I just, you gave me a shout out. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Okay, man. well, since, since this has turned into a mutual dick fest, it's time to call <laughs> it a week, and I will see you uh, next
1: time. Yeah, see you next time. Man. Keep up with the grumpy old geeks on the web at grumpyoldgeeks.com, on Facebook at facebook.com slash grumpy old
0: geeks, or email them at podcast at grumpyoldgeeks.com. Good, good, good. Have a good week. Okay, last one to kill a bad guy buys the beer. We're driving to Florida.